Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 3 of Love on the Brain. Introducing first, standing here today at the same height since she was in fifth grade. She's a Taurus sun with a Scorpio moon and a Pisces rising. She's a failed architect, a successful <laughs> child family therapist, and a competent dog mom. She moons light as an amateur astrologer and is barely hanging on mentally on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, and all others, please get up for the America's favorite podcast co-host, Jamie Victoria Quay! Now in the right corner, standing at a tall six foot two, 180 pounds. He's a Gemini sun with a Gemini moon and a Taurus rising. He's a starving artist, a failed NBA player, and an aspiring uncle. He's obsessed with professional sports, sweet, attractive women, and making people laugh. He's recovered from chronic panic attacks, depression, and the occasional eating disorder. Give it up for America's favorite podcast host, me! Yes, that's right. We are back for season three of Love on the Brain with no break. And this season will be our regular format once again, just centered around Bachelor in Paradise instead of the classic Bachelor. And uh, what do I say the Bachelor is like in terms of food, Jamie? Good old ice cream sundae, Kyle. Yes. And if since if that's an ice cream sundae, (laughs) then this, I would say, is basically just shooting up 100% pure sugar directly into your It's got to be (laughs) the equivalent. Step above. An ice cream sundae. My God, what a relief and release it was to yeah, watch this God. episode. It's just uh, so much more truthful, I guess, yeah. than The Bachelor, if yeah. that makes sense. The pressure's off. The Bachelor kind of dresses up yeah. hot idiots in class yeah. and tries to be something it isn't, <laughs> while Bachelor in Paradise is just full on, you get what you get yeah. kind of thing. Unapologetic, trashy, ridiculous, fun, and light, and just nice. Did you enjoy the episode overall? Yeah, I have so much more fun watching these episodes from the get-go than any bachelor bachelorette right it's just it is it's the bachelor bachelor has become too stuffy yeah and it's been a while since paradise where it's just like gritty and free yeah it's and been two messy. years since the last paradise <laughs> i've only seen one season it was two years ago and it was a shit show and it was great it's so good it seems like that's what's happening here but before we get into bip as we'll call bachelor in paradise for short <laughs> We'll start off with a little segment, as uh, we may have new listeners. You may not know the format of LOTB is about 25, 35-minute segment on whatever is going on in the world, including or excluding love, relationships, and the things in between. And then one break, and then into a discussion of life based around the episode. So I do want to mention, even if you don't watch the show, you might still find our conversation around the show interesting as it does pertain to old anecdotes or tangential topics and they might be interesting for you there have been a few people that don't watch the show that say they do enjoy those segments anyway but you can also are available to turn it off whenever you whenever you feel like it yeah maybe <clears throat> <laughs> maybe you should have another beer <laughs> wait who is the, like voice is that I don't know <laughs> like um Barney from the Simpsons <laughs> sure <laughs> But, um, I forgot what I was Anyway, so of course, <laughs> we encourage you to follow along. We're drunk. We decided to do this uh, <laughs> taping drunk since paradise is crazy. Just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm having some green tea. Jamie just had some Mediterranean. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a drink in a very long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a pact with my best friend. We're going sober for 100 days starting uh, September, the day after Labor, Labor Day. Labor Day, yeah. But anyway, so we encourage you to follow along with Bachelor in Paradise because it's sure to be one hell of a ride and it's, it's pretty entertaining. But yeah, what, anyway, what's going on, Jamie? What's up? Uh, what's up in the world of love? 
What's up in the world of love? Venus is in Libra. What does that mean? Venus is in Libra and Venus loves to be in Libra because Venus is a natural ruler of Libra. So every zodiac Yes, every zodiac sign has a natural planet that rules it. Taurus is also ruled by Venus. And if you haven't listened to our astrology podcast, you can go yep. back and it's it's time irrelevant. A couple so. basics and, and learn about what each of the planets mean. So Venus, for a lot of people, no, actually Venus, I think, is a pretty common known symbol of love yes. and relationships Aphrodite. and beauty and pleasure um, and so when Venus is in Libra, Libra is an air sign. It's all about balance. And Libra's Scales. number one, yeah, is Libra's number one um, motivator in life is relationship. So for Libra, like they are down to have find harmony and balance and relationship no matter what, um, which is exactly aligned with Venus's energy. So what this provides is like a really beautiful time to appreciate what you have in life, appreciate your relationships, whether they're your partner, friendships, family, relationships with yourself, of course, finding balance, harmony, um, wherever it can exist. If there's been some struggles in your relationship, maybe it's time to like refocus on what felt good and how mm. to come back to that place. Yeah. Interesting. Early on in the summer, I would say personally, my vibe was more of a, I don't know if there's anything to do with anything with Venus and Libra, but my vibe was more... Um, kind of like personal relationships where I'd get to know someone I was more interested in and like really, really getting deeper. And recently I've been feeling the opposite. I've been feeling like I just kind of want to have fun and let you loose. I don't know if that's, is that scaly? Is that Libra at all <laughs> for Venus? Or is um, that just a personal thing? No, I, well, Libra likes to get deep, but not messy. Well, deep, that's, that's you know? exactly what I'm talking about. That's Great. exactly what I would like right now. Great. Deep, but not messy. Deep. Does it? <laughs> but Venus changes sign um, fairly frequently right so it's not like it was it's been in period or anything. it hasn't like been in um virgo for that long now it's in libra which when it's is in virgo it's so close to us in the earth is that why yeah it so it's quickly? like the second closest to our sun sign mm-hmm. normally and it moves um a little bit faster yeah does it have anything to do with ben affleck and j-lo being back together you know kyle wouldn't be surprised if one of them was a libra <laughs> we should look that well, up. well i think j-lo is a leo because she looks like one mm. and ben affleck i don't know off the top what's of your head. overall feelings of, of those two <sighs> i mean i have a judgment <laughs> a lot of judgments i know last time we talked about that i have an observation about um j-lo about you know, she just ended things with A-Rod, went right to Ben Affleck. 20, and I think about years. it from the perspective of, like, children looking exactly looking here, at Jamie. this type of relationship pattern doesn't feel the most stable. And so that works for people sometimes. Right. So. so I've said on this that I eventually do want a monogamous relationship. Not right in the second, but for my life in the future. And I wrote down it's because parenting is really important to me. And I think it's the only path to world peace, to say it lightly. So I have, I know having two parents in a respectable, loving relationship is really healthy for children to see. Yeah. But if you have that J-Lo money, I read a study once that they studied people who were like raised by their mom and raised by a nanny with mm-hmm. the same amount of love and attention. Really not much difference. It doesn't matter. It's like adopted parents versus the regular Yeah, you mom. just need one stable attachment. Right. Here. So it's obviously we don't know who J-Lo is. I haven't heard the greatest of things about her just treating normal people well. Oh. I think she's kind of a diva. Makes sense. She's super talented and probably the most attractive Sometimes person to ever. you have to, to have ever, extra boundaries up there. <laughs> to ever walk the earth. She might be the most beautiful woman ever. Uh, 
plastic surgery or not. But I guess what I'm saying, applying it to myself, as we all do, if I had JLo money and could hire nannies and still have the amount of time, you know, private jet back and forth to wherever my kids' softball games or whatever and be able to give the kids the exactly the right amount of love and attention, I could make the argument that she's doing it exactly how I would love to do it. You, from what I can tell, she spends one to two, three or four years loving someone, falling in love, and, you know, it happens all the time, and, and then she then she moves on. They fall in love, it's the honeymoon stage, and once that's over, you both amicably walk away. I don't know what, if that's what's happening with her. I'm applying it to that's what's happened, uh, what I would love. And do it again with someone else. It's in, in what I put on my that made me think of communism. Communism. <laughs> Whoa. It, it seems like a great idea on paper. Everybody has a trade. Right. And it's all worth the same and everyone works hard and we just trade that thing equally. On paper, it's the shit, communism. But you could never trust it because humans are selfish parasites of the earth that usually only are out for personal gain. So maybe that's oh, what I'm doing here sad. too. Well, I just found out that Ben Affleck is also a Leo, so we have a double Leo thing going on. And I'll tell you something about Leos, whereas Libra's number one thing is relationship, Leo's number one thing is love. And they love lightness and play and creativity and love and drama and, like, all that stuff. And so it does make for several relationships that once we get past that fun honeymoon phase, it's not as, like, fun anymore. Yeah. Well, it's still – there's some value in it, but – you like I always think that too and I'm getting into relationships for a while I'm like you just start thinking like man that that first six months was so damn good I could do it I can leave this one and do it again and and why not for the rest of my life the only thing is kids I very much had to and I I feel like actually lately I'm I'm quite over it but in most of my relationships that was the hardest especially in high school that was the hardest thing for me was Number one, in high school, I'm like, why am I committing to something? I'm so young. I'm not going to marry this person. So why the heck would I even commit to them? This doesn't make any sense, right? Well, that was my number one thing. So does this have something to do with our our parents? (laughs) Because that's exactly what I would say. Lauren would be, an ex would be like, why? let's just be like official about Facebook, all that shit. And I'd be like, why would I commit to you? We're literally 16. Well, the problem is I would commit and I would want that. And then I would notice I got so, there were so many other options for me that I was like, well, what about that? And yeah. I am, I am a very like, I like the chase. I like the flirt. Oh my God, the I love part. that like playful kind of ca- I game playing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. And so mm-hmm. once that like goes away and it beces more like stodgy in a relationship, I'm just like, oh my gosh, yeah, I could like, be over there having a fun time or, with someone. Or I could be by myself. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. way better than what I decided to do here. But I, but I also was like really poor about that too with I think I've talked about this and my first boyfriends in in high school Mm -hmm. broke up like three different times like really played along with them because then once I would get single there wouldn't be anybody long term so I'd go back and then I'd be like oh boring and then I'd go somewhere else and I'd go back we have a lot of similar patterns in high school relationships (laughs) I was the exact exact same way exact same way I think well personally a lot of it had to do with which is also a Leo thing even though I don't have much Leo in my chart what is Leo's dates again because the way you just have described them and the people we're in Leo season currently I, I think I would like and to date a Leo next. Leo's are amazing to, if I ever have I really really enjoy Leo men specifically Fire but also women. Leo men I mean Leo women who's are who's a Leo woman that that we know <laughs> like a friend yeah uh there's not many from these dates yeah so August yeah late August late July okay so I don't think I have dated a Leo yeah we're almost we're about to go on the Virgo season like so God bless everybody what was I gonna say it's reading about Young's take on astrology like a couple oh, yeah? days ago, he said that it was psychology before psychology was a thing. 
but he thinks anything yeah, after, know thyself, right? Anything it's... after like seventeen hundred is probably not the real astrology. It was his thing. Yeah, no, there's an ancient way that I That's mean, even when you look astrology. up your like Eastern astrology versus Western, which is like popular now, it's a very different mm-hmm. type of chart. Um, but what I was gonna say is like the Leo energy thing for me too that was connected to this is attention. I just wanted I was all of a sudden getting this attention where mm-hmm. I wasn't for a while. That I was like, oh shit, like I like this. Yeah. Like I want to keep doing this. Mm, if I think about it, I think I was, I started, I was like cute yeah. boy in fifth grade even. So yeah, like I, I got less attention as time went on, no. I think. Once I got attention, I was like, whoa, I've got time yeah. to make up for. Yeah. And then you probably get with <laughs> and one I did guy a lot of like, shitty. Oh, I did a lot of shitty things right. that are like. And now you learned and now you won't do that to Max. No, I would never do that to Max. <laughs> Okay, great. And Max has a Leo, he has a Leo stellium. So he's very Leo in nature. I think Leo you said that six times nature. on the podcast. So far, every, every single one of our. Uh, the listeners knows Max, Max is a Leo <laughs> Anyway, it's popular in Colorado for sure. I meet a lot of people that are in ENMs. Mm-hmm. You know what ENMs are? Ethically non-monogamous. There's, a, there's, oh. a, there's an, a thing for it. So I'm actually sure. talking to a girl right now who's in an ENM, and um, which made me think: Are UNMs a thing? Unethically monogamous relationships? <laughs> but I guess that's just cheating in high school. But yeah, that I did. Yeah, but um, you couldn't do it, could you? An ENM. You don't seem like that kind of type. Um, can you describe a little bit more about it's it? It's simply just having multiple partners and not being like you're ethically. Maybe you have one even. That's your one thing. But you can have sex and have connections with other people. This you're is different than like being people. polyamorous. Right. Because then you're all together. Like together oh, together. Okay. This is like I'm talking to this girl who has a pretty serious boyfriend who she I even asked her a couple questions. She's like, you'll never be above him. But we can get into relationship in our own way. And I think that's beautiful. I think I could do it. But what about you? Um, You can do it as what part? Any part. Any part. Yes. Like you would be the boyfriend of the girl the who wants piece. to do that. Yeah, sure. I could do that. It, but it, ha- it not with every girl I've met. It'd have to be like the perfect kind of... Combo. Yes. It would have to be the right type of woman. Um... You know, Kyle, I really don't know. I, part of me, I mean, it's harder now it. because of the right, type of relationship a, I'm, severe, I'm in. I think before Max and like towards the end of college, absolutely. Yeah. I was even in a similar situation to what you're in now. Right. With a, a guy who was had a girlfriend, but they were open. Mm-hmm. They called it an open relationship. Yeah, that's what, I used, that's what we used to call it, it. It felt more ethically. They were very, like, very upfront and honest mm-hmm. and communicative. Right, and that's about, what makes it didn't all Didn't take anything personally. It was wonderful. That's the only way it works. If you have someone like that who's it was open, awesome. and I was like, doesn't take things personally. I'm down for that. Yeah. Um, what about raising a child in an ENM? No. Yeah, or even like a thruple, as they say. <sighs> I mean, I shouldn't. Sure I shouldn't judge. I mean, I think, I think as I think like as that. long as there's because what I get concerned about with children and what they're viewing as relationship because that's where we get our right yeah. up in our brains about what love and a relationship should look like or can look like mm-hmm. or feels like. Um, as long as it is this like open communicative non-contentious non-jealous mm-hmm. like um conscious way of being in relationship i'm down yeah i it think makes sense. i think that's healthy you're right if the base is kindness and love and honesty yeah then the kid probably it, but here's will it make them more likely to end up in a relationship like that like i'm sure there's even being studies done right now with uh, parents with homosexual kids that's definitely fascinates me like what? It will will having two dads have a lot higher likelihood? Right. Maybe maybe not 
statistically, but it might give them more power to to live their truth. You know what I mean? I think it creates more of an open mind. Open mind. Which Definitely. then you have more of an open mind to choose for yourself what kind of relationship what you, you want, want rather yeah. than which giving is, this one prescribed way of it having to which be. is what we were fed yeah which is just the one, which because there could be two um two moms two dads two moms who, and a dad yeah who say this is the way and yeah. I think that's more where you get in a mix is like you can show right. them one way and then also show them. Through stories, books, mm-hmm. movies, all these things. Here's different ways of being in relationship. Yeah. Which I personally think is the best. I think the same thing with religion with kids. Like mm-hmm. any way of living life, personally, I feel like that should ultimately be up to your child. And it's your role as parent to give them that choice. Yeah. No, I think good. that's a um, not a very common way of viewing things. Definitely not. Especially not where we're from and our in our generation that doesn't mean that i judge if i have let's say even a client where they want to instill their christian values on their child or jewish values on their child like i have no problem with that especially if you think about it if you if you if you uh you know are devout then you believe it so why wouldn't you tell And it's beautiful to have something to believe in right um obviously then it gets into like if you're gonna shun your child or reject them or instill fear in them that if they don't prescribe to this thing they're not going to be loved then yeah. i have a problem we with it. <laughs> openly talk about our unconditional our, love is like what i always want to that's it and that's what jesus said but it's that's it's, jesus it's, it's true and but that's i felt we like we like we say a lot how we were raised catholic and yeah. now we're not and i think we were my uh, mom was very catholic and i felt like she did it right she there, i didn't feel pressure i felt she said when you're 18 you make, make your own decision you're going to come to church on sundays mm-hmm. and when you're 18 you can make i have no problem with that at all i, I also, never felt fear or any no, kind of thing no well mom the way mom practiced was so compassion forward mm-hmm. which wasn't the common thread in a lot of like you're right religious stuff especially catholic yeah which is yes. guilt and i never we did we talk about how we didn't feel guilt Oh, you, you said I, it on one of the podcasts. I asked you, that did you feel I didn't guilt? Feel and you guilt. said no. And we both with religion, about it. Sarah. Yeah, um, more about sexuality in, in our in Catholic. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> well, other than things? the information you found out while we were in Breckenridge. Oh right, that mom's a virgin. <laughs> that mom told me to wait. Still to this day, mom's a virgin. No, <laughs> no, mom, we're sitting here. We're sitting here. Mom told me to wait for marriage. Right. And I was like. I don't think that's going to happen. And I wasn't even, I didn't have a boyfriend or anything. Did you feel as if it was like, you better fucking wait for marriage? No, no, no. It was a very like, I I did that. And I think it's like a really nice Mm -hmm. way. I think it was hard for her to talk to me about sex. And I think in my, I was like, okay. And like, I was uncomfortable. And she was like, you know, it's like, you really want a solid relationship to be loved. It was from this very nurturing, right. sweet from the right place way. But I remember even at that age, I was like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. It just doesn't seem, I just was, a- there's <laughs> just it's so crazy. Even how the world through the internet has evolved through the nineties and just how much access to information and to the way people live. Yeah. My mom and dad didn't have access to, they had no idea how other people lived outside no. of their own little town. Also like my, I've talked about this with my therapist, the intensity, it became the thing you did. It on our generation at least maybe the generation before as well but like you had sex earlier it was like a thing to feel in like if you mm-hmm. were a virgin after a certain age yeah which is pretty young you're shunned it was very abnormal yeah um and so i felt that pressure i think more in like it felt more like a generational thing yeah more of a generational thing for us than it was for them and yeah. i think probably 
seeing these TV shows and yes. like all that stuff that we've talked about before was yep. definitely an influence. Absolutely. It's funny how we've digressed into a. That's how it works. I mean, chat. it went from E and M to religion. That makes sense. Ethically non-monogamous. I think we went through it. Yeah, I think in another life I could do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, another topic that may or may not be cut out as we're getting into this <laughs> raunchy season of The Bachelor in Paradise is something I've wanted to explore on here with therapist Jamie. Oh. I don't know if I didn't feel it was appropriate or if I was embarrassed, but I'm not right this second. We'll see when it comes to me editing this if I'm embarrassed <laughs> at that point. Um, I'm just uneducated on the topic, and that's the growing community of transgender people. So, um, all right, I've told a few people the truth is, and we'll break this down so nobody gets your panties in a bunch. <laughs> the truth is... Panties are boxers. Once in, once in a while, and this might be problematic again, <laughs> having a lot of We're things hesitant. here. Um, so let me say that I'm an ignorant, cisgendered male slut moron, but <laughs> once in a while I get... Let's call it a hankering. <laughs> this for an is apple. My <laughs> Once in a while, I get a hankering for a trans woman, sexually. So, did you know this? We've talked about this. Yep. Okay. So I've made lots of I jokes about it. This. As if this was going to say, it's like Dad's listening. He knows. Um, anyway, I've made lots of jokes around it, like I always do. And it's kidding on the square. And um, this is why it's problematic because I don't want a relationship with one, and that's what makes me feel bad about it. Um, just sex, and I feel like that's, that's like fetishizing. And I'm just not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I have talked to a few of them. We'll get to that in a second. But you know when you wake up just a random day and you go to work and you're at work and like, man, I'm just like, I'm really craving some pasta right now. I don't know why, but I'm craving pasta. I just am. And the next day you can wake up and be like, oh, pasta sounds awful. It sounds, I can't do Yes, that. all the time. That's what it's like for me. It's like, um, there's other things that I have that I won't get into about about this sexually. But the transgender for some I, it's just it's 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 odd i i go on the dating apps i've swiped right on a bunch of like almost all the trans people i find attractive because i like talking to them and i ask them these same questions and it's been a different it's been diff. it's always so fascinating but it's different every time for how they respond i'd like to hear yeah i don't i didn't want to i didn't get into anything exactly what it was but they most of them are happy that i'm enter like entertaining the thought and honest and coming from a place of respect and curiosity behind mm-hmm. it always it's funny because on my on my like uh, profiles, I don't like putting too much energy to, into them, and I don't take many pictures of myself. So I seem like a very normal white guy, which you know me, I'm anything but right. In, in real life. <laughs> but I seem like I got like these like Hawaiian shirts on oh, and yeah, stuff, yeah, and like yeah. the bar or something. So they, they probably think I'm like this boring white Jabroni. straight man where I've always entertained a lot of things. Either way, that's not here or there. It's just odd. Here's where it gets tricky though. Too, they have to be like beautiful. Um, on the outside um, uh, like the less I can tell you're trans the more attracted I'll be see where it's weird and can be construed as offensive yes I, I almost have this fantasy of going out to the bar I hit it off with a really hot woman and we go to hook up and she says hey by the way like I have uh, a member and I go oh like you own like a country club or something and she goes no like a penis like I have a penis and I go well that has nothing to do with why I'm attracted to you so let's hook up anyway um so psychologically, that makes that makes me think, okay, an element of deception, even that's what I'm attracted to, or something. Ooh. I don't know. Any thoughts from the psychoanalyst? Uh, oh, <laughs> the pressure. I know I'm putting you on the spot. It's a big um, one. You know, I think it's great that you're questioning your intention and whether this will cause harm to right. this community that does get fetishized and pinpointed and um, ostracized and whatnot. Um, so I think that's always good to have like consistently check in with yourself. I think 
any guilt or embarrassment or shame makes sense for the way that that this dynamic, a man and then a trans woman in history has been depicted as a very, like we go in like the bathroom stall at a gas station Mm -hmm. thing and do it like a very shameful hidden hidden thing that I think is a natural human desire. Totally. But it's been looked at in a different way. Right. Um, I think what it comes down to is like you're attracted to, like you just said in that scenario, you're attracted to somebody first off, not based on their genitals. Right. Right off the bat. Like it could be looks. Looks plus personality. Personality, which is all you're there not. There has to be some You're kind seeing of t- something, what you have on the outside and then what you get to know on I the inside. I would never be attracted to anyone 100% on personality or 100% on looks ever. That's just not Right. You, you like both you like interesting people Mm. you like um things you don't really know about so so it might be like the mystery the curiosity like let me know more um and i think you're probably open sexually as well so i don't know i just i'm trying to um reflect that i don't think there's anything wrong so you can only speak from your own certain part but i I value your opinion yeah and it's it's just interesting i don't know it's like it's even there's so i can go so much into it and yes it's like a little bit of a joke for me but it's also you know i'm curious i'm very curious about it um and yeah just thought i'd bring it up on here i guess if it's I, i would never like Seek it out. I don't think if it serendipitively happens, I'll bring it back up on here and then we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Calling that in. Manifest. <laughs> Hope so. You never know. You never know, man. I don't know. Love on the I, brain with word, the quails. The, my worst fear is like, you know, you're halfway in it and it, you're oh, freak out. Like I freak out. That's probably my worst fear. Not even the regret after. I don't think that would happen. It's like during it. And then making the person feel bad. Yeah, like that being like, oh, I'm not actually into this. Like all of a sudden the dick's in your mouth and you're like, I don't like sucking dick. <laughs> that's the other thing too you want to get even weirder i don't want any post-op pre-op there's got to be a dick there has to be a dick i don't even know what any of that i like, can't think right now Kyle. Right. i'm hitting my tolerance well, if dad's listening i know you probably don't think i could be any more of a failure as a <laughs> no. sorry boomer <laughs> all right so if nothing else on this Deep topic breaths, dad. if nothing else is up on this topic for you jane then why don't we take a quick much needed break and get into the season <laughs> premiere of bip bip all right stay right here we'll be back after some light acoustic guitar Yeah, what happened? They got rid of the Paradise song. So they usually do it the second episode oh, after you meet people. Because they don't want they want it to be a surprise you, the first episode. Yeah, as if it's a surprise, which is what David Spade's yeah. like first joke yeah. was, which I Isn't thought was great? awesome. All right, so let's get into it. We started okay. off with some uh, minor background of the cast, like they kind of went in, but I figured we'll skip right past that and we'll pick, <laughs> pick it up right after the first commercial break and go lightly over the contestants. Yeah. So first of all, let's call a spade a spade. David, while it was in pure <laughs> form. Uh, he's just the perfect So host. good. A lot of Bachelor Nation, even people listening to this podcast, might not know David Spade and his humor, but it was just 
pure David Spade humor. It, it was just on full display. I think it was perfect for the tone of the yep, show. I agree. They couldn't have picked anyone. I agree. If there's anything Bachelor did well these past two, perfect host. Yeah, and he's been a Tasha fan of the and show. And then to David Spade. You can tell he's watched it before. Yeah, yeah. I told somebody, some of my comedy buddies, I was like, you gotta tune in. David Spade's gonna be the host. And two different people said, they were like, oh, he's just there to sleep with all the women. You know David Spade's, we'll get Known into his dating history. It's crazy. Okay. You never expect it looking at him. Well, it looks like a small I child. No, I see the charm. I see <laughs> right, the charm. Right, right. We'll get into that for sure. Do you have a uh, favorite David Spade movie? Um, it's also on Spin City from the, uh, Bill Lawrence, the creator, Ted Lasso, which is really well, good. Well, probably Tommy Boy. Or was it Just Shoot Me that he was on? I just forgot. Yes. Yeah, mine has to be Tommy yeah. Boy. He usually plays the straight man in comedies. That's like kind of how he is as a performer. SNL cast member. I think I watched Joe Dirt a lot growing up. <laughs> that's such a great movie. It's his, was... That's his best movie. As It's so underrated. He holds yeah. up to today. It, um, it's such like a, uh, you would think it was crappy, but it, it's his best as a lead for sure. That's his best. Tommy Boy or, or Black Sheep. He's got a crazy filmography. Top 100 comedian of all time in What's my opinion. What's the other one? Was there like a Dicky? Uh, yeah, it's Lil Dicky. No, that's the rapper. It was um, Dicky Roberts. Dicky Roberts. Child star, which yeah, is like, yeah, it yeah. doesn't hold up, but I think, I remember we went to see it for a buddy's birthday. We, it was funny at the time, like when you're a teenager. But anyway, it's Tommy or Black Sheep for me, Tommy Boy or Black Sheep, because in my opinion, Chris Farley is such a, such a comedian. Yeah. So over the top that Spade is this perfect balance to that bumbling, yes. idiot, lovable yes. comedian type. And they fit each other perfectly. So go Richard, check out both those movies. Is that his name in Tommy yeah. Boy? She looks like she goes out Richard. with one of the Yankees. <laughs> I got to rewatch that. That's really great. Great. So good. Every scene is hysterical. And like we said, Joe What's Dirt. the premise? I always get Tommy Boy and Black Sheep mixed right, up. Right, because there's the same, same, very common thing. What is just, Black Sheep about? It's the straight man and the bumbling idiot doing it. Uh, so Tommy Boy is Chris Farley. He's the son of a car parts yes. manufacturer that wants to take over the business. Yes. And he's kind of just a college guy who doesn't try and it all. David and so Spade's they hired David Spade straight. to set him straight and to like, groom him to to be yes. and all kinds of non crazy stuff yep. happens. Rob Lowe enters the picture and he's trying to he's Bo Derek. Go watch it. It's fucking it's hysterical. So good. Every scene has something that's uh, quotable in memories. Are they trying to sell something? Fat guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a little coat. That's black sheep. No, no that's, that's Tommy, Tommy Boy. Boy. Yeah. yeah, the black sheep is uh, the po- the political one where he's oh, running for office. Right, right, right. Okay. Anyway. Um, so we open with Spade and I'm just jealous. I want this job more than I've ever wanted a job in my entire life. Uh, you know, like we said, Spade is a notorious ladies man. If you look at his history, it rivals that of Jayla, really. Heather Locklear, Pam Anderson, Julie Bowen, Carmen Electra. It's crazy. It really, it's like absurd. Like I get the charm, but that level of charm, it's the money plus the charm. He looks like a albino weasel. But um, I get it, I get it, I get it. Anyway, on to the show. He does his little intro. He makes fun of the, what does he say, the line, the most dramatic season ever in pure David Spade form. He goes, well, at least top 20. Yeah. <laughs> they say that Just every so, f- like, like, he's almost laughing as he's delivering. And that's his style of The comedy. lines, which is great. Like, he's like, this is bullshit and like i'm gonna give it to you anyway but i'm gonna yes. tell you and like because he loves it too in it's ways exactly, yes and that, exactly. this is what i'm doing because exactly. it's exactly in my mind this is exactly how i look at it how yes. david say looks at it so yeah. it's like almost validating that like, so now let's okay. meet people as all my, for the millionth time as all my comedy buddies make fun of me for watching this show it, it gets validating that david spade loves it i think that's, that's true no that is a validation point <laughs> anyway for, for sure 
So, yeah, I'm fanboying really hard at this point. I thought it was so perfect, but each contestant walks down to greet him, and I think they told they told them that David Spade yes. was going to be on, but they yes. all kind of act fake surprise. So, anyway, first down is another person that makes me <laughs> fanboy a bit, and those who listen to season one of Love on the Brain will know a favorite of mine was Abigail. Our first contestant on the beach, and she's deaf, and she's adorable, and she has a very tight body to boot. That is correct. Um, <laughs> we know. She was so sweet. So like sweet. she was Just, definitely starstruck. Yeah. Nervous. <laughs> yeah. She laughs like a dolphin. And like shaking yeah. and a little bit uncomfortable with like the attention. You we tell. know about her from Matt's season. She got the first impression rose and not much of anything else. And yeah. She was a fan favorite. But she didn't I, get any one-on-one dates. I did figure even when we talked about it in our first season that she would be a hot commodity on Paradise. Yeah. She's sweet, innocent, and I'm just interested to see more of her at this yeah. point. Yeah, and we do later on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, we'll get more into Abigail as the show goes on. She'll end up in the first date uh, eventually. Then, you've mentioned him several times. Uh, I've never seen a clip of him, but his name always immediately makes me laugh. I can't believe you've never... I didn't know you didn't know him. Didn't even know what he looks like. That's so special for you. I I gotta tell you. Yeah, it's like uh, the people who I'm jealous of who've never seen Tommy Boy. Right, right, So they get to watch it for the first time. I got to see see GSJ and his full glory. And my first instinct was like, oh shit, him and Abigail. Sweet they have man. similar vibes. Like innocent, attractive, small town. Like, yeah. what the hell is all this I'm doing? I, don't, I gotta watch it before. I had it perfectly <laughs> down before. Um, he was another main character on this episode. Oh, so yeah. So what can you tell us about him? What season? Do you know what season he originated on? He was on... You said he was sent home on night one. Night one, sent home, I think, on JoJo's season. JoJo. Is that correct? The Indian Circus Boy. I love JoJo. She was one of my favorite yeah, bachelorettes, if not my absolute favorite. Yeah. Um, I really want to check real quick. Well, he has like um, one of those that my first instinct was like, oh, he's like a little nerdy, not conventionally attractive. But as the show went on, I'm like, oh, wait, no, he's like really hot in his own way. Just kind of like Abigail. Just seems so pure, too pure for paradise in this world, I think, is what my point was. Well, be. he's older. He doesn't prescribe to like, I, he doesn't hang out in these crowds. Yeah. Like, He's out in Chicago doing yeah. God knows yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what season was he on? He was on Becca Kufrin season. Becca Kufrin, so, who they show in the scenes from Future. She looks really hot. I yeah, she's beautiful. She's going to come on. Um, but yeah, he was sent home night one, and people were outraged. Like, Bachelor Nation online were like, why would you send grocery store yeah, Joe home? I remember on, impact. like... I think he went on like after the final rose or like men tell all and people are like, what are you doing here? And he was like, I'm getting all this attention. And they kind of gave him a spotlight to bring him on paradise. Yeah. Well, um, I remember you would bring up his name and I would just start laughing because it's hysterical. It's grocery store funny. Joe. He and owned a you brought it up store. last week when Max was in the room and he started laughing because it's yeah. just a hilarious <laughs> thing to hear that someone's... Because it, it, people started talking about it so seriously. Oh, grocery store Joe. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like, wait, what? what? I can't just skip over that. Yeah, he owned... And that was given... He, he, might he have, managed a grocery store. Yes. Yeah. I think he owned it. Okay. Um, I think it was his own. He doesn't own it anymore. Right. Which is what he said on Paradise. Yes. But I I can't remember if he went into the season known as Grocery Store Joe. Like he, it was his shtick kind yeah. of thing. Or if he just went in as Joe. Probably. I think he just went in as yeah, Joe. And, that's the, only and thing the internet made him Grocery Store Joe. I think Joe. that's usually what Twitter, happens. Twitter, I think. Yeah. Um, and he come, he walks down and Spade goes with a um, big old smile yeah, on his face, he, which is his yeah. best attribute. Such a big, oh, beautiful, so beautiful teeth. Yeah. yeah. 
And he goes, um, and David Spade says, if anything goes down here, you think you'll double bag it? Yeah. <laughs> great. Like, it's just, it's just the subtle, I'm not going to stop about David. It's the subtle, <laughs> like, dad humor, which I hate, but it just works. I can't tell you why. I just yeah. can't tell you. It just does. And he's milked it his whole career. And it's really, it seems like easy, but what he does is so, so difficult. Simplicity. Anyway, so he goes down. Uh, nice to meet you, Abigail. <laughs> <laughs> we had Ivan, sexy black yes, man from Tasha's season. Uh, didn't work out because of the religious differences that we talk about a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. Nice guy, full lips, very symmetrical face is what I wrote down. Very sexy. Yeah, he's really, he's young looking, feeling to me. Um, yeah. And I think, I think he'd be a really good catch. Mm-hmm. Like coming down, I'm like, okay, a lot of people are going to want to. He was my favorite from Tisha's season, if yeah, I remember was good. correctly. Yeah, and off the bat, Abigail asks um, Ivan he, who's, who he's interested in seeing in Paradise. And he goes, Serena P, without without skipping a beat. Yeah. And then they cut to GSJ, <laughs> and he goes, yeah, well, I'm also very interested in seeing Serena P. Um, so <laughs> it's like elementary school, I guess. Like the names, like grocery store Joe, or like Jamie Serena Q. P. I was Jamie yeah, Q, exactly. Jamie P, and Jamie G. And we would call fellows uh, students in elementary, so it's always funny to me. Remember when kids would move to like SPHS and they would just get called by where they were from? Like there was London in my grade who was like really good at basketball. There was Arizona Arizona. who resembled an attractive foot. Now the like um, it's just it always seems so stupid to me. It's like as the people walks in, you call them Arizona or you call them England or whatever it was for the rest of the time. Just American public school kids. But anyway, um, uh, we know about if you listen to the first season of Love in the Brain, you know about my love for Serena P and Jamie's love for Serena P. Yeah, and she's instantly shaping up to be a top player. And of course, this leads to her coming down the beach because they all know who's coming. Yeah, as soon (laughs) as they say who they're interested in. Yeah, Serena P. Serene. Could there be a more perfect name? Oh, she's so wonderful. Yeah. I forgot she left Matt season. Yeah, she broke up with Matt. Um, it was in hometown. She had a hometown and then dumped his ass. Mm-hmm. And we'll get in more into her as the show goes on, as she was definitely a main character of the first episode. And she was the one that wanted to meet Brendan, right? Yes, that's what she said. She said at yeah. first, like, she's like, interested in Brendan, who's another, who's the male equivalent of Serena P. We'll get to him when he comes down in a second. As Serena comes down, GSJ is flustered. Pressure's on, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was don't good. come here people it's a love trap, <laughs> trap. there it is <laughs> you don't know what can happen oh uh, he's so cute yeah, he's so, unraveling slowly yeah. the whole but like, episode but like in a natural like he wasn't really unraveling like fully like I feel like he had a pretty good idea of it it's just he's just such a good catch I'll tell you the price of a pound of tomatoes and then I'll give you an orgasm to boot <laughs> 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 right. and then we get Kelsey who comes down, who I do remember from the champagne <gasps> she incident. She was bad with David Spade. She was so fucking. It was awkward. Well, well, I mean, it was that funny thing where she kind of went awkward with the with the he couldn't get it open. Yeah, but like she was just like flat. Yeah, she was wasn't flat. really laughing. At yeah, anything. they well, they are shoving that champagne thing down her throats. Yeah. is what I wrote down. But which is really funny. Um, if I, I also it. I wrote down she's both an old and a new face simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, and that's definitely uh, true. The shallow part of me says that's a great nose job. Yeah, she... And the deep side says, well, you ruined it, so... She definitely got a nose job. Yeah, it looks good, but she seems cute, quirky. Well, I was going to say, like... What, was that Peter just from or... The en- yeah, it was Peter Peter's. season. Just from the entrance, I f- have a feeling she's not going to be successful. Yeah, she just seemed... Again, like you said, she did seem flat. I think, well, what I remember from her from Peter's season was she was very emotional, and this is her and Tammy got into it, I think. And Tammy called her, like, emotionally unstable <laughs> because she was emotional and Tammy, like, was it's very not, non-emotional yeah. <laughs> and obviously had walls up. But um, to me, it felt like a healthy sense of emotionality, but also 
was like super sensitive and insecure is where which is it tough to be on felt TV. like and then to go into paradise and yeah. all these women are beautiful and yeah. like to not be immediately like outgoing right i think she's gonna have a hard time we uh, maybe next episode will break down of the the um strategy that sure, is involved sure, sure. in this because it does take a certain kind of person that would thrive yes on paradise I know. i'm constantly wondering if i would like it um and i can't uh, Spade's trying to get it open. He's making all the jokes. And I couldn't... I, every time I see somebody open one of those things, I think about Theo from The Challenge who opened it and he went blind. He would literally yeah. he hit in his eye. And so I don't know if you remember on vacation oh, wearing this exact same outfit. Uh, I think jeans actually. So I flipped it. I didn't know sparkling wine also does that. And I did it with a poop. Like outright when Uncle Bernie got there. Oh, yeah. I, was like, shit. I was like, oh, fuck. It's already a little drunk. Dante was already out That was about. Dante night for sure. Anyway, we see... Ivan flirting with Serena. They're talking and um, Early, telling her yep. she'll be a hot item and he's smooth and she's like calling him out for being smooth. At this point, I thought she was flirting back though. I mean, I yeah. was really attractive so I could have seen them absolutely doing something. Then, there he is. You brought him up already. The only <sighs> hotter dude than Ivan, in my opinion, from Tasha's season, Brendan. Jesus, Mary um, and Joseph. It's unbelievable. <laughs> he's just it's got the, it's the smooth voice, the like nonchalant personality and Piercing the eyes, blue eyes with dark the features. symmetry i think this is one of those that he's like too hot he shouldn't be here what is he doing you should be like modeling and doing something <laughs> he is modeling serious well what's he doing this for this is like i don't know trashy but i would say the same it doesn't Serena. seem like his vibe like he doesn't play into the whole not that he's not gonna kill franchise it. thing as much as other people do i don't think right um, but I we didn't really see much from him does. this whole episode. You're honestly. right. I'm, I'm, I have a guess that he's going to be a, like a major character going forward, though, because yeah. well, every girl's going to There's a whole him. thing happening where it was Instagram official that him and Piper were. Together, yeah, you brought that up last season, and she's going to come on eventually. Okay, so this is I don't know where they if they were together before Paradise, and mm-hmm. then that I don't know that what's would happening, be odd. or if they met in Paradise and then sense, it became official, it? but now they're not showing. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, we will find out. So Kelsey says grocery store Joe is renamed to Jim Joe because he looks like he got out <laughs> he, of the gym. Well, my first instinct was I didn't get it. I was like, oh, no, he bulked I up. I was like, oh, he bulked up or something because yeah. I didn't know what he looked yeah. like. And no, it's supposed to be a diss. And I guess making fun of him for his fashion choices on a beach. He and... wore gym shorts rather than a bathing suit. Okay, that that makes sense. And he, his, his response was like really funny, though. I thought he's like, that's great, Kelsey. Keep it up, thanks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm a little more abrasive personally. I would have been like, oh, that's good. Good nickname for you I came up with. I guess I'll just start, start calling you Plastic Surgery Kelsey. Ah! <laughs> you look like yeah, you just you, got out you of plastic surgery. Yeah, you would have cut deep a little. <laughs> yeah, um, well, this is when, <laughs> like, nice. in the background, he starts to name he's feeling insecure. I'm very vulnerable right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's getting better. It's <laughs> getting, getting better. It is getting better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love so the line of, I always wanted to be a Clooney, but I can't pull it off. <laughs> He's <laughs> oh, I so that. neurotic. That's great, yeah. But like in such a... It's so charming. Because people can be neurotic and I'm like, oh, it's not attractive. It's attractively neurotic. Well, he like, he almost loves it about himself. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm just That's so what awkward. It's like, a neurotic, what am I going to do? It's an yeah. awkward confidence. Yes, yes. Um, Which is why I think I him, and, him and Kendall worked out really well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. They they showed her. She comes on Paris. That's going to be a huge thing. I almost want them. To, I just want Joe to work out for whatever he wants. Like if he wants Kendall, they Kendall. Well, some people are Serena saying Bucky. he might be getting a bachelorette as well if him that and would Serena be sick. don't work out. Oh, the grocery people store must Joe have been bachelor. pining for him already. It hasn't um, happened yet. No, because he's been around for a while. He's been four years or I so. Think he's just so quiet. And yeah, like, not not about the life. Isn't about yeah. So then we have Natasha, who looks familiar, attractive black woman. Yeah. I think she's from, she's from Peter. Peter's as well. Peter, had a, both Peter and Matt had a ton of hotties. They really had it, had a lot yeah. of them. Um, who was before that, Colton? Yeah, 
Yeah, he did. He was okay too. But he had the main ones were really hot. But they had a lot of crap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Probably should use a different word than crap to describe Woo. human beings. But this is paradise, ladies and gentlemen. We are we're here. messy. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Natasha, anything else on her? In- she will get a little Not bit more into her. Yeah. There wasn't much. She's funny. She had some. Funny she's cute. Lines. Yeah, she's, she's cute really and vibrant cute. and a good. I like her a lot. Then Tammy, who got a shitty edit on Peter's season. Yeah, I remember she her. She fought with that girl McKenna, I believe. Yeah. That who she comes had a, on later. She just had season. that one line. I, I remember stoned in my bed watching. I could not stop laughing. They're like, it's the two of them in a showdown. And and she goes to her. And, and McKenna goes like something like, uh, she's so sick of her. She goes, like, who are you? And Tammy goes, I'm everything. And I'm nothing. Or something. I have to go back and watch it. It was okay. the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. I just remember cracking up No, she's it. she's like, I remember loving her and then... It, it aired on the side, in my opinion, of a little too much. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, like, she's triggered in some way. I think she, she has... went into her background okay. and there was um, some hard times she went through. Yeah. Like, I think her living situation growing up was pretty tough. Okay. Well, I wrote down she's funny. She and has some funny hilarious. lines. And she's very cute. And I love, like, she walks in and she's, like, burping, talking to right, Ivan. Right. Like, she's doesn't herself. give a shit, which yeah. I love that. And she calls David Spade Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is the yeah. The only thing they have in common is the comedy. Literally everything else. Was like, she the one? Even their comedy Yeah, she was the one. She was like, hey, Dave. He's like, oh, it's Dave uh, now. It's Dave now. Yeah. <laughs> and Great she line. She went over her head. She's like, what do you mean? She had no idea his name was David. Right, 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 right. Um, then he, there he is, our buddy, Aaron, looking fit, tan, nice smile, uh, looking mischievous as always. Yeah, he looks, he's so mischievous. Yeah, we'll get into him. He looks like a joker on, like, a deck of cards. <laughs> <I love laughs> like, that. That's so fucking true. Like, if um, he had one of those hats. Yeah, absolutely. A court jester. Then we had the 40-year-old nudist, Kenny, obviously not nude, but looking good, I guess. He's, I mean, I remember an awkward appearance on Claire season. I had no idea he was 40. Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't seem boy band man. If you told me, if you met him at Be- Belmar, I'd been 22, I'd been 22, That's been happening a lot more recently, though. It's good for us, I guess. Yeah. Well, then um, another one from Tasha's season, I remember really liking him, Noah, yep. walks down and he's cute, a more attractive Rob McGregor is what I wrote down. I oh. finally came up with that. It's pretty good, right? Okay. Especially like the mouth and like the, the, yes, that part yes, of that. It was yes. bothering me so bad the whole episode. Um, anyway, he mentions Abigail by name. And immediately I'm like, yeah, I can see it. He's a little young. I don't know. We'll see about him. What did you think about him on Tasha season? Do you remember? I remember thinking he came in hot, right? He came in hot. He came in young, young and hot, yeah. and, and the other guys had the whole the mustache confident. thing. Yeah, and they then, shaved his mustache. And then he got into it with Bennett a little bit. Mm-hmm. I remember him just feeling young. I, I don't know really if I really him. had an opinion about him. I really liked him. I hope I'm having a hard out. time really remembering my opinions about. Yeah, probably because we didn't have a podcast, podcast to talk about so it as much, it, as opposed to just like me with a bo- talking to with a everybody of wine. else. <laughs> yeah, well, I I was still watching it with my friends at that time. Yeah, like, it was starting to trail off, so I yeah. don't remember. What do you think of the name Noah for my son? I think Noah's cute. I like Noah a lot. Noah I just Quayle. um said goodbye to a Noah client. And- I loved him. Mm. It was really sweet. Well, they cut to Abigail, and, and Abigail says he's cute, and he's funny, and she loves a funny guy, and we love to hear that, of course. And Abigail was excited to see him. Yeah, and let me, let's tan- tangent a little bit, a little personal Kyle thing here. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of girls say this, right? The number one, I know you're not on the dating apps, but almost always the number one thing girls like is a funny guy, is a, is a humor, a, a, a guy, like a sense of humor. And 
you know, I'm sure a lot of psychoanalysts would say the very reason I'm so interested in humor and being funny is because of this. Yes, it came natural to me and mom was class clown. So it's in the DNA. But I noticed pretty early, like third grade, that girls really like laughing. And this is a little oxymoronic, but I do. I take my humor seriously. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when girls say they love a funny guy, I think they mean like how dad is funny. And to me, again, sorry, Dad, uh, you are an enemy to c- comedy and the <laughs> just stale, unclever dad humor. It's true. To stand-up comedy, he's an enemy. But just hanging around, knowing people, he's hilarious and just yes. no, like just chilling out. And that's what girls like. They, I think they want the light. They don't want the really funny, like how I think of funny. They want like the, oh, he made a pun. He made a fucking funny joke. Like He's not, not making jokes about transgenders. Well, also, <laughs> well, also, like the joke he would make to back to Kelsey in that scenario is definitely not the type of cutting humor that Correct. insecure women want to hear about. <laughs> but then you, every once in a while, get you've probably encountered like a girl who can go just as 1, cutting with you, and it's like, oh, then this is it. great. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I think most women like a f- yeah, the funny guy. That's a thing in the OC where they talk about what was that guy's name. AJ or something like that and he's like they they talk about how he's too big funny and uh, Seth Cohen's yeah. like I'm actually funny which yeah. I think is what, right. kind exactly of what you're what talking about. That's exactly what I'm doing. I've been saying it my whole life. You know, <laughs> like, like I'm ironic oh, I'm, I'm funny. I'm like way too funny he's like for big funny. Like if, all right, so it's like so I guess it happened in time where oh he's so funny he would she would say about a guy some girl yeah. I liked and be like he's funny I don't fucking know what you're talking I about. I love humor. It's, it's, the, it's everyone likes humor oh. <laughs> and that's probably a lot to do with why I developed that muscle so hard. But uh, psychoanalysm for another day. Anyway, Mm. Noah pulls Abby immediately. Yeah. And they're flirting. And I'm like, all right, well, this might be it for both of them. They might not even have any other interests. Does that happen on the Paradises where you just, boom, immediately like, okay, we're not going to even try. Um, I was going to say, it's been a while since I've watched the season, but I would say in this one more than ever, Mm -hmm. it's been more... Which I also think there's been more time for them to know each other outside. Yeah. Because there's been Seems more like time in between. Very, yeah. Whereas like in seasons past, like this is like the first point of contact you have with somebody. So you take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like they're coupling up quite okay. quick. All right. Well, then we got more GSJ. This is his episode. He's talking to Serena P. And they hit it off too. And he says... He was awkward, but that's kind of his thing. And you can tell he likes her a lot. Yes. And then Brendan comes and like puts Serena like over yeah. the way they edit it yeah. over his back. And Joe kind of, again, seems too pure for paradise. And he kind of <laughs> goes, here we go again. Just like, <laughs> it's like. Well, this is where he brings up. Mm-hmm. You want to know the truth? Kyle. It was like talking to Kendall. And, he's... and that's the moment for me. I was like, oh my God. And he starts to go. He's choking back and, tears. Like he's doing that little like, like noise. Yeah. Oh my God. That was fucking adorable. And like, oh, and he's like rubbing his, like yeah. I do that when I don't need to regulate. Sure. He's, it was so. It was so what was, true. It was genuine. Mm-hmm. It was so genuine. And it wasn't, he wasn't saying I miss Kendall. Mm-hmm. It was like, he was saying this feels like it felt with Kendall, which means I actually like her. And now there's other men and I'm in this scenario again, which Mm -hmm. is fucking terrifying because it didn't work out the first time and it's vulnerable. This is when I wrote down, I can see why he's a fan favorite. It's exactly when I wrote that down. So, Uh, so good. It was truth and and it was beauty in such a nonchalant way. And that's GSJ as a whole. GSJ as a whole. (laughs) Let's, um, him for the bachelor let's try to make him the bachelor i think that would be great that would be so i don't know he might get too overwhelmed by all that he might like if he's too you know a good bachelor it wouldn't like if he's too sensitive it wouldn't work 
it might be more interesting, but you can't, it's hard when you, when you're like that. Anyway, let's talk about me. If I was on the show, (laughs) (laughs) I would love being on this show. Paradise. Oh my God. The bachelor, I could take it or leave it, but bachelor in paradise. Oh my God. Just the beach, hot people drinking. You're encouraged to hook up and flirt. I would just love it. And I'm just not the type that would get upset if I was like in, in GSJ's position and seeing the girl who I just talked to go, I'd be like, nah, there'd be somebody else. Like I'm good with letting go and just being myself. And it's just, oh my God, I would love it. So where are you at in terms of like auditioning? What do you mean? Like, would you audition for yeah, the show? Yeah, right this second, I'm ready. If you asked me two years ago and when I watched it, I'd be like, this is so, I'll never fucking try this. Right should, this second. I think we should sign you up. Right. No, there's no harm in trying. You're right. Let's do it. Will you help me? Give me the push I can, me. I can. As a show. <laughs> I can nominate you. Okay. All right. Let's do that. <laughs> I'm fucking in. But I only want to go on The Bachelor so I could be on Paradise. It's just, again, August 18th, 2021. They do cast casting calls right. here in Denver. Yeah, I'm in. I'm fucking in. Anyway. Yes. So I'm. So exciting. Again, it's more. It's just I just like, want to be on Hometowns. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. I, again, two thing. years ago, I would have said, fuck all that. Today, August 18th, when I was watching it last night, I was like, I fucking want to be there so bad. I'm just in the mode I am right now. Like in Kate May, Kate May Kyle would be perfect for Paradise. Right. It's just like crazy and just obsessed with romance. And just... you would have to address the podcast right from the get go, as well as look right. at your fucking tweets. <laughs> well, my Twitter's long gone. And I, Are I, was you like, sure? I was so good on Twitter too. I'm fucking, I, none of my friends liked it. I've been, I was I've so been wanting to Twitter. look back at my Twitter. I bet I've said some really inappropriate things back then. If you look at Not Facebook knowing. in my space, then yeah, there was probably some N-word lyrics that I was yeah. doing. <laughs> but outside of that, I don't think anything too crazy. Okay. It would be more cringy to me than anything. I can remember like breakups and stuff and re- oh. updating oh my, my status. God. I remember updating my status yes. saying there's one in specific that was like, uh, what's the point of anything after Erica, <laughs> after Erica dumped me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would always do like dramatic uh, song oh lyrics. God, I can't look at that shit anymore. There's no way. I, when so I see good. it now from other people, I, think it's I funny. cringe so hard. Really? I think it's funny. <sighs> yeah, Probably because but... I work with like this, that age yeah. now that I'm like, oh my God, that's so yeah, good. It's Everything's so, so intense at yeah. that age. And now social media, like I even came up with yeah. like, that's come up with a lot when there's a lot of old, another tangent, a lot of old people, old sports heads were talking about Simone Biles and a, a, a a point they kept that uh, Tony Kornheiser, an old man, it was a great point. He said, we have no idea. Like we look at social media and think it's so stupid to them. It's fucking their life. Yeah. What people say on social media. And now you can argue that they're good or bad, platform. but that's literally, that's it looked like, at it's as. so important. You're born into social media now. Yeah. We had to choose at age 16, 14, whatever it is to make a profile. Yeah. You are born. Parents make it for their kids at times, which you can talk about that. Uh, whether I that's good or not, it seems, ta- seems awful. I absolutely hate that. But, whether we like it or not, it's a firm part of society, and that always fascinates the hell out of me. But never thought for another day. Tough on Joe. He goes into lone wolf Joe. mode. He was already a little in lone wolf mode. Now he's in yeah, extreme yeah. lone wolf mode, which, which I, to me is attractive. I was just gonna say, I bet the women like that a little <laughs> That's bit. He's exactly not. What he's I not been. acting. He's doing what he has to do. He's feeling out his feelings. He's what we talk about on this show. So anyway, we didn't get intros for everyone. No, um, we but t- people came down. Yeah. Like I think we missed like Jasenia. Jasenia and- showed up. Cutie from Matsy. Yeah, she's so, briefly. so cute. Um, Victoria, great smile. Uh, Queen Nikki Queen Vicky Victoria. has become Goddess Vicky after a self-described spiritual awakening. <laughs> so here we go. We'll see if she's done any any growing. Yeah. I will say she looks healthier. Yes. I said I wrote that down. She looks healthier. Yes. It didn't look like plastic surgery or anything. No, I think she worked I think out. She... Ate well. 
Yeah, I think and she had a goddess awakening. <laughs> I don't think she had a goddess um, awakening, but I think to maybe a she certain bypassing <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's the first word that Third came up for me. Um, but I could probably relate if but anything. So I think she tells David Spade the queen is dead. He calls her a corn queen, which I loved, and he's like a goddess. Now I didn't get CC'd on that. Which yeah, I oh, that, that was one of my. Funniest. I'm gonna, like, so, I'm gonna yeah. just go over all of his jokes because they're so, so important to me. Um, I'm, I am wondering at this point if she'll have any suitors. She was just had such a bad edit on Matt's season. So people have well, to come in with the Well, if notion. you remember, she's super insecure. So if she doesn't get attention, kind of, which I already feel like I saw, she came yeah, in there and there was like some people, some qualms. And I think she started to go towards the women and was mm-hmm. like, I really want people to come to me. Yeah, and I, you could already tell in her energy, it yep. like shifts. Yeah. We'll get back to her. There's Marissa, is it? She comes Marissa. down. She's, I didn't know who this was. Peter. Maybe season, eliminated early. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll get back to her again with so she hooks cute. up with the guy. She's yeah, they're everybody on this fucking. Yeah, they really, really cute, are. But beautiful. Marissa's really attractive. Then Mari, I remember her from yeah. Matt's season, the nice butt pageant queen, a little dull personality, yeah. a little bit maybe. Abigail calls Kenny and Mari brunette Ken and Barbie. Yeah, that was clever. Uh, then they had a conversation. They walk away, Mari and Kenny. And he, she goes, uh, what do you like to do in Chicago? I'm like a coffee and chill kind of vibe. <laughs> like, yeah. I, was like, I remember thinking that's what you have to say. Yeah, like to that what answer. you do every day, like you go get coffee I think, and again, chill? we, I don't want to, you know, it's not tooting. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, I'm so obsessed with inner worlds and just like, yeah. I want to know everything. And there's so, I think there's a whole, I think the majority of the population is more like that. It's not, whatever, just coffee and chill, whatever. I don't really well, have Kyle, much. Or they insecure ins- and they don't say, and they're just not they afraid say to what, share. What, actually goes on well sometimes i don't know people are like what's going on with your life and like in my intro having a mental breakdown every freaking other day right i'm like what 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 mental breakthrough do i break down and breakthrough do i tell you about today and you think that's happening with kenny no (laughs) no No, which is why i'm i think it's similar in that like i don't know what to say to people either because i feel like i the way i live my life is not the norm right of sometimes i'm like what did I fucking do? Yeah. Like, what did I do every day? Right. I guess I like I. I always... But you would be. You would say, "Oh, I am into astrology and psychotherapy. I have this child, and and, and I want to set up my thing yeah. eventually." He was just, yeah. I just I drink coffee cook. and chill. This yeah. is the only thing he come up with. I don't think. I think he would come up with a lot more than okay, that. Okay. Especially in that situation where, like, you're prompted to get to notice someone to see if you have a connection. Right. And if that's the. And again, I'd be planning like months in judge, advance but, or weeks in advance of like how I'm going to present. Well, myself. that would come off probably pretty shitty too, yeah, in absolutely. a way. But I, I bet you'd be a good enough actress to be able to, to pull it off. I think so. But anyway, we move on to Tajwan. <laughs> I remember her overheating and going yeah, for a JPJ, time, yeah. maybe? John I, Paul Jones? I, I wish he was so. on this season, too. He was so oh funny. My God. I remember him from that. He was the star of that season yeah. in the mail. Seems so. like, yeah. I don't know what he's, he's up to. He's in a relationship. Okay, apparently. good for him. Yeah, totally in a relationship. But I wrote down, so. she looked beautiful, like a prettier Serena Williams is what I wrote down. Yeah. and She's um, just so... Like the most, yeah, like, she's, she's extra dramatic, and yeah, I love it though. And we see Trey for the first time. We remember Trey from I last Trey, season, yeah. a lot to say, as always. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan, but I like him, he's not awful. And it's revealed that Tejuan has dated Trey's uncle, <laughs> which is jarring, <laughs> I guess. Would that be a deal breaker for you so if Max had funny. a summer fling with Anjoni in the Swiss Alps in 2014? Hey, no, I that too would attract me more. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, then Swiss we Alps. We move to Chopping Block James, Bradley Pooper from Katie's season. He's good enough to find somebody, I think, James to hook up there? with. 
I, I, I literally missed him the first go around. I wrote it down the second time. It's funny. I thought he, he didn't arrive later. No, I, I literally missed it too. It's so funny how we missed the exact same thing. I got on the second. They did go my... pretty quick because there's yeah. also Victoria P was really quick. Yes. The, the, out of, that's from Peter the out of touch, nine out of 10 blonde um, yeah. from Peter season. I remember thinking yeah. she was breathtaking on Peter season, mm. but one of those that's so conventionally attractive that she's out of touch with reality is what I wrote down. Um, she almost looks a little like Brittany Daniels, who's the female lead in Joe Dirt, who I think Spade also fucking dated. Well, then there you go. Yeah. What a track record that's been. Anyway, they're coming out hot and heavy at this point. Serena C from yeah, that season. Yeah, she came out of nowhere too. Uh, Connor the Cat, who I'm kind of <laughs> over. We'll get into that yeah, in a little he bit. he didn't have much except for later. Aaron's flirting with Tammy. We see we got mm-hmm. our first Aaronism of the season. Yeah, it's chill here, but like... Mount Vesuvius was dead silent before the date exploded. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. I fucking love it. Oh, it's so great. It is good. He yeah. is good. And then uh, there's Carl. Uh, so, Crazy Carl. So unself-aware, I wrote down, it must be a nice existence is what I, I wrote know. down. I really think it is. He says, what's up to Noah? And the confessional knows, like, yeah, I have no idea. Carl is yeah. so fucking funny. I know Noah's definitely that kind of guy who he yeah, just doesn't give like, a fuck right, about whatever. anything. Um, yeah, that's it for the greed. Do we miss anybody? I don't think we did Mm-mm. yet. Um, no, Spade. it was it was wild yeah. for a while. It, it was like, well, the first couple ones, you could tell maybe those are going to be the major players for the show. They gave them a long time. And then boom, 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 boom. Just yeah. like a bunch of them. Yeah, obviously, like the row. big story so far is going to be Joe, Serena P being like the eye of everybody. I think Ivan's yeah. going to be quite yeah, popular. Yeah, so the first Abigail couple ones Noah, that they brought in. Yeah, um, they're going to have, at least for the first couple episodes, a little bit more. Yeah time so spade says family meeting mm-hmm. and they all gather around and it's more classic spade i will not stop he goes i will not be taking my shirt off i have no detectable <laughs> muscles doctors are baffled it was just so <laughs> reminded me so much of like tommy boy again that's what, and what did he say he had carrie underwood legs yeah and it's it, was like one of those, stand, like, it was a stand-up thing for him. people have no idea how hard that is it because you can't you can't try too hard and you can't try not enough. Right. And so he hit it right on the nail no, every I single agree. time I thought. I, think it was... I wrote, I mean, I read a lot of people were like, who is, why is, this isn't funny. Who is this guy? Damn. And I was like, that's, that's, that's comedy. So Talk anyway, <laughs> so Morwell's Adams, he gets, uh, he's the bartender. And I remember liking him in former, but then he got engaged to Sarah Highland, who's another one of my favorites, who I think is just wild and crazy and just like unattainable. So I guess she bounces out, but I, you know, maybe he's. I don't know. It's like he just seems so average, plain every man. Like anybody could do. Well, he used to be. What I loved about him was he was kind of like an underdog. Like he wasn't the conventional. He's not super hot. He's skinny. He didn't have yeah, like that ripped body, which I think was a storyline for him at one time. And he was goofy. Got rejected a good amount. I think in Paradise too, and like friend zoned and told he was goofy and awkward. And he used that to his advantage. And I think the first time he was the bartender, it was really good because he used that goofy he yeah. was still in party mode i yeah. think now a little more serious he's, a little more like he's older paycheck. i think yeah he's you know with somebody who's super famous so probably yeah. has a different aura about himself or view of good himself he's settled down like in more in a relationship and i think i wonder if he's been coached like saying you are the bartender, but and we're gonna be bringing in these guest hosts, but you're the one constant. So you're gonna, gonna say, be the one kind of. He could have been the bachelor the host for yeah, Chris Harrison. If I know he was better, but he's not showing me. Anything. No, he was a little bit stern it's too. Like stiff. when he talked to them, he was like, "If you're not in a relationship, you're kicking rocks." You're he seems here. a little uninterested. You're right. The best point you made so far is once you date Sarah Highland and you get into that life, you're above the bachelor franchise yeah, in a way. Yeah. So I kind of got that energy a little yeah. bit. Which. 
Yeah. You know, there's maybe we'll hopefully that. we see a little bit more yeah. loosening up. I hope so. A little humility there, Wells. I would like that. Anyway, so it's uh, nothing that interesting really from that. The guys have the roses for the first, so it's not like in real life where the girls have to or you think they would try to initiate a little bit more than, than average. Yeah, so if for those of you who haven't watched the show, it's like all these people from the different seasons and where like the actual... It's not just a free-for-all. Like, there's one, actually a format. One conventional gender gets a rose. Every week, quote-unquote week. There's like and, a date every and week. And there's... You know, I don't even know all there's, this. There's a date or a couple dates every week. Um, so there's more women than men. So someone who doesn't get a rose goes home. Yes. Okay. So that's what happens. It's like... It will be... Um, then it'll be even. And then the women will get the roses the next week. Um, and we'll give them out to the men. But I'm not sure then how... If there's the same they bring amount on of people. men. Okay, they're going to bring, yeah, they bring on more on fresh men, faces. probably. Yeah. Yeah, well, if it's a woman's week, Thomas. they usually bring we on more men. saw a lot of people men. in the scenes from Future who haven't been announced yeah, yet. Yeah, so um, if at the end of the week you're not, like, you usually end up pairing up, whether it's a friendship, just like a, um, what's that called, a um, alliance yeah. with somebody. Like, we haven't found our people right, yet, I so do you want to, like, join season. together? Yeah. Or you're actually starting there's to, like, There's some strategy involved. Next episode, we'll, a little we'll, bit. we'll break it down. Yeah, then, like, you'll get give somebody that rose we haven't there's no roses in this episode it's just yeah, um purely would have helped i think but we'll see next i think week. it needed a lot of setup with how many people there were good point anyway we get to the first date card and abby gets it and with uh and they're with already it, all hammered at yeah. this point she's um abby says she gets overwhelmed in group settings another thing we have in common but anyway no <laughs> no surprise she picks noah and she finally gets that one-on-one she didn't get on matt's season uh, yep. i'm definitely excited at this point yeah, she was so sweet. to Everyone hear what really she has happy. to say uh, more Joe screen time. He's hurt by being in the place where he found his past love and he's just pacing on the beach and uncomfortable and all that. And is this when he talks to Wells and is like, I'm going to go home? Almost. Yeah. Then we have Noah and Abigail's date first. And I'm going to go ahead and say she was hopefully really nervous. I thought she came off as like uninterested, yep. uninteresting yeah. and like unavailable. Yep. So I had to I think agree, she Kyle. was like nervous, like really, really self-conscious about being on the one-on-one camera because from a different point of view, like she's not interested in him is what I would have said. Every other time they showed them together, it seemed like Well, it. you could, he was being shut down yeah, quite a bit and you could tell his like. reactions yeah, to he's it. He's like, this doesn't make sense. He what was like, we Why, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, what is this? I think, I think it got serious and she freaked yes, out a little bit. I think she's got a lot of walls up and she went really hard into the I'm unavailable yeah. I'm unattainable I'm really I put guys in the this friend zone like we have about ourselves. setting up this this is how I am I think and it sounds like too they I think they edited out a lot because yes, Noah was I like I, she started to open up more mm-hmm. and so they didn't show that part I think yeah. they really showed her um, resistance. Yeah, I started to think last night. I was watching it. I was like, you know, I've been waxing poetic about this woman, but I don't know if I. I she'd be the one where like the idea is so great. Yeah. She's so sweet, but I don't think we'd have much in common. Well, she had some dad like abandonment. Yeah, so she could stuff be. that she talked, but she opened up with Matt eventually. I think it it probably is really jarring. Like probably a lot of pressure too of like. She was on the beach first. Mm-hmm. She got the first date card. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of like talk online about her. She's a fan favorite. Yeah. Like. Noah singled her out right mm-hmm. away. Who knows if they were talking? Of, maybe there was pressure. For like I think who doesn't love attention. Exactly. Yeah. I think maybe it would make anybody kind of be that way. So yeah. I'm curious to see how they couple up because what I also noticed from Paradise a lot of the time, if you couple up really fast with somebody, it can get real dramatic because mm. you could get stuck and st- or stolen. 
in this relationship and then there's other options and Mm -hmm. then if you explore the other person gets upset and it's this whole thing it's like but we're not dating it that's where paradise is so (laughs) no less rules better stories yeah 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 it's just it's exactly what i don't know it just seems so but she yeah she likes to move slow she's worried about the pressure and He's just like, well, this is what it's about. So. Yeah. No, it just seems like a chill, like, uh, what are we doing? Like, but she was also laughing a lot. So I thought, like, that's is... what it is. It seemed like, it It didn't seem like, like, she was saying the words, and if you wrote them down, like, she's like, oh, she seems, yeah, yeah, it didn't seem with her, with the facial reactions or her tone, seemed like she was interested. Yeah. So, looking forward to getting to know more. Again, Jamie, you're going to have to write more big notes about the dates going forward, because <laughs> I never write a bunch down. Like, yeah. A lot of other stuff. I anyway. did some pinatas, which looked fun. That was cool. We um, move on to Connor the cat as he pairs with Marissa unexpectedly. And, you know, I said it on Katie's season. Something's not clicking with Connor for me. I don't know if he's trying too hard or what, but I don't know. If if you started, like, if you started dating him, I'd be like, what are you doing? I wouldn't be able to explain why, because he's a great guy. He's talented, all this, you know, like intangibles. People, you can't figure out, I think the French call it je ne sais quoi. It's a certain something. And like you in the United States will call it the it factor. Mm-hmm. So with Connor, I wrote down he has the out factor. <laughs> <laughs> there's something. All this stuff kind of assimilates, but there's something that I'm just like, this fucking guy. I'm just like, but but if I was to tell you, be honest about it, I'd be like, yeah, he seems like a great catch. But there's something missing. I don't think he owns he seems, his weird enough. I think he's like, maybe he's like, so, he comes off as unauthentic, but he's not. It's so weird. It's just like. Well, he's also a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. Addict. He doesn't seem like one. I know. It seems to too hardcore that, right? for him. Yeah, he seems like such like a. <laughs> but I, I bet don't that's part of pansy. it. I bet that's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not right, but I don't know. It just bothers me. Okay, well we'll figure. We'll it. Let's, it let's track it. Yeah. We'll see how it goes on. We'll oh, Katie, it. Katie tracked it. He was out with. She was out with them pretty quick. Anyway, Tajwan and Trey talk. They hit it off and they kiss. And Tajwan says me. she loves the kiss, and that was that's great to hear. Mm-hmm. You want to root for two people that are easy to root for. Yes, Trey and Taj. Yeah. Then we get GSJ and Serena finally after Woo! GSJ is sulking to Wells, and right after that, Serena walks up and takes him to the oversized pillow underneath the. And you could the, tell in different scenes she was like noticing him and yeah. talking about him a lot to like other mm-hmm. people yeah like oh he's really been isolating or he's really doing yeah. the lone wolf good thing. point they like, so to I, show that especially i which i didn't really put into context is at first i was like this is like random like this yeah. feels random to me that mm-hmm. they're together i don't know but i think she was after their first conversation being some of the first people on the beach yes. they probably had a Hit lot of off. connection did you because she had a chance to talk to brendan and she seemed interested and she after that she was like no i'm more interested in uh George St. Pierre, what's his name? Grocery store Joe. And so <laughs> did you before the season, if somebody told if I told you Serena and GSJ, what would you have said? I like, would have what? been like, no way. Interesting. That's so weird. Yeah. And because they they have a great conversation. It was really it seemed really real and natural and cute. And they kiss. Mm-hmm. And she's God, so let me just good. say, yeah. She's just so I'm going to say it. Abigail can kick rocks. <laughs> I think so. I would talk to Serena is the kind of girl Abigail. who I would be like, okay, let me, she's cute. Let me see. I would talk to her once and every, every other love. woman would just be out, in of, the, love. out of the, it yep. would just have no interest for anyone. And she's quick. She's witty. There's, uh, she's, she's got everything that I like. She's understanding. You have Vicky, Marisa, Marissa, Kelsey coming in with full makeup and yeah. these loud dresses. And then and just little no makeup. Face, just like, just got out of the shower. Glowing. Orange outfit. Just the, she's, uh, just Cute, such a tiny, tiny little sweet bottle of maple syrup. Yeah. She's perfect. She yeah. Is. She's just so, and, and that also makes me think she's so good that she would know it and she would fall in love with me and the next day act like I didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the kind of girl. She's also 23. 
That's a the Joseph Grocery Store show. They, they talk about it. Twelve yeah. years. That's a lot. That's a big difference. Now, can it happen? Of course. She's 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 more mature. Like she's yeah, bubbly but I don't and know, bouncy. Though, with relationship, she might the same with but the like, Jane. I follow or, her. I followed her on Instagram, and she's not into the whole like. And I don't know if it's where she lives, but she's not as like she's not American. That's a big thing about it. Yeah, <laughs> she's not as like out like and about about her her style you know right. like she's, that whole showy kind of confident deal. And, and knows enough that it's, but she's I just more think herself in my opinion just the type of in relationship with men i have this sense and i could be wrong we'll have to but see but also her sister is a quality follow on instagram she's fucking hilarious oh yeah posting like throughout the show she'll be like funny like legitimately funny comments on serena on the show like what? making fun of a sister. Her like if i name? went on the show you would i would want you to okay. do the same thing yeah uh talia pitt okay yeah. i'll have to look I'll talia or talia um anyway so that was the gist of the episode number one we went yeah. through it hot and heavy yeah. there was a lot more we didn't touch and we can't touch on everything that everything is so interesting we didn't get any rose ceremony or anything no but we did get i think the next morning after this nighttime portion the next morning we are told it's the most number of makeouts on night one yes in bachelor in paradise history. so let's go over who let's did we have name. we had we went over pretty much all of them. abigail and noah kissed one, on their date tajwan and trey Taj and Trey. Mari, Kenny. Kenny and Mari. Ivan and Jasenia. Oh, yeah. Aaron and Tammy. Oh, my God. There's a lot. And Connor and and Marissa. Connor and Marissa. And Joe and Serena. It's almost everybody. If you're not first, you're last in this There was a lot of of people that weren't shown, but like it was a good amount of coupling and kissing right off the bat. And that's the point of this paradise. So... Demi also shows up. We have to mention her. That was the cliffhanger. She walks down. Kind of matches David Spade's energy. Yep. They think, like, they're like, I think somebody's going to come down. Um, yeah, she matches David Spade because she's just fucking funny she's and confident yeah. and, like, knows it, which is like yeah. David Spade thing, and It's too. why a lot of people hate her because yes. she knows it. Yes, yeah. but it's like, I love that about her. Yeah. Um, I'm a Demi fan so Demi far. God. We'll see how it goes. Um, she's come in to fuck shit up, it seems like, in the yeah, scenes from she's Future. Been she's fed kissing that every too. bunch of guys and doing all this stuff. And totally. And we'll see how it all plays out. And the confidence people are always insecure by. And she's, like, an old – she's, like, a veteran, and these are, like, the new crew. So she's a little bit outnumbered, I think, I in read terms a, of people a she knows. I read a comment recently, a quote that said, like, um, what was it? It was, people who aren't confident – uh, uh, mistake arrogance, the confidence for arrogance. If you're yes. not confident yourself and you yes. see someone with real confidence, it's going to seem like arrogance because if yeah. that was you, you would know it's not real. Well, you have a hard time being confident and so you judge it. Yeah. I think that's, I think Classic that's what happens projection. a lot of times, especially for people sitting alone in their basements watching The Bachelor and, and commenting on Reddit, like me. I feel, like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel right. like that happens to me sometimes. Like, people have called me, like, intimidating. Oh, definitely. Since high school. I'm realizing we I'm like, I'm just similar. being like myself. Yeah, right. Which can be. Intimidating. And mean at times. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not perfect. But if you don't know you, it's the same with me. Uh, if you I don't know would, me, I you're going to think I have like a sarcastic a sense of humor. Yeah. And like it's a way to like, yeah. Yes. It's <laughs> way, way different now. But anyway, anything else on the episode? We pretty much went through a lot of it. We're going to have Mondays and Tuesdays. It's going to be live. We have a special guest next week. Yep. Very it's... much looking forward to this season. Yep. I had so much more fun watching this episode than most of the Bachelorette or Bachelor combined. Me too. It's just less rules, more. It's summer. Flirty, End fun, of summer. summer, Leo energy. Yeah. On that's the beach. That's what we want. All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening to the first episode of season three. Um, you can email us, love on the brain with the quails at gmail.com. We're going to be doing as the episodes kind of contract a bit. We'll do some email the quails. We'll have some new segments and general talks about transgenders.
<laughs> Sounds about right. Girl. All right. Any last words for this episode, um, Jane? Happy last days of Leo season, everybody. Bye. Bye.